Hello, and welcome to the Ramen Bowl Podcast. Today's episode topic is the anime Kaguya-sama Love is War. So let's get just straight into this and start this how we always start these episodes, uh, which is a brief summary of what this show is. So if you have never seen Kaguya-sama Love is War, it is a rom-com anime set between two main characters, well, kind of, two main characters, uh, Kaguya Shinomiya and Miyuki Shiogane. Uh, they are both high school students at the most prestigious academy, Suchin Academy, and it is basically a war of love in a way between the two. As we see in the first couple episodes of season one, they see love as whoever confesses first is the loser pretty much because they say there is going to be a power struggle between the two and the couple depending on who confesses first. Whoever confesses first loses and will therefore be weaker in the relationship and there will be a power dynamic where the one who didn't confess is above, basically. So this is what we see in the first few episodes with scenes where a guy confesses to a girl and then the girl starts to control him and he has no say and he's like a prisoner. So basically, the whole show is Kaguya and Miyuki trying to get the other one to confess because they both like they're both in love with each other but they don't want to confess because they don't want to lose now they are both at the top of their class miyuki is number one and kaguya is number two they were always competing over that as well but for the most part that's usually how it is i don't think kaguya ever actually surpasses miyuki but anyway so basically they're always using these little like mind games or tricks or trying to use people in the student council because they're both part of the student council um to get the other one to confess whether they're playing a game if they're going to see a movie if they're going to a festival anything so this is a three season show it is very very good and let's get straight into the pros so number one with the pros and i think literally anybody who has ever seen anime or listened to anything about anime has probably heard of at least one of the intros in this show they are very iconic and they are very very good honestly i love all three intros there's three seasons each intro is done by the same band and i love every single one of them i uh, this show when season three was announced i was like it has a lot to live up to one because season two was absolutely amazing and because of the intros this show is very well known for having incredible uh, intro songs and the intro for every single season is just a bop it slaps every time all of them are on my playlist i love them so that's number one. I don't. You can't really talk about this show without talking about the intros. So I just wanted to point that out. And even aside from the music, the the visuals for the intros are always very interesting, and I always like them. I love the season three one. I like what they did. But anyway, moving on. The characters. The characters are very, very good and are very well written. Especially Ishigami, who, in my opinion, had the best backstory in the entire show and is by far my favorite character in the whole show. His, if you haven't seen the show, and again, spoiler warning, season two, I think it was like episode one of the last episodes, uh, we get Ishigami's backstory. Now, from season one, we get little bits and pieces of what it is, but we never get like the true backstory until this episode. And this is by far one of my favorite episodes in all of anime. It is so well written, and it's that good revenge type thing, So, which we see at the end. Um, which is just amazing. I loved it. His backstory was very sad. It had, you know, it was very, you know, rage inducing. It was very, very good, very well written. 
and it added so much to the character and just made the show better. Every time I'm rewatching it, like when I was rewatching it for to do this episode, I was like, "Ooh, I'm coming up on the episode." Uh, cuz I like it's it's such it has such so much emotion, you know, you, it's like, "Oh, do I really want to rewatch this?" But honestly, I love the episode. I think season 2 was probably the my favorite season of the 3, and honestly just because of this episode. I absolutely loved it. His revenge at the end of the backstory episode just felt incredible. When you see him like branch out, start making friends when he joins the cheer team. It's just, it's amazing. It's such, it's such a good episode. I love Ishigami. I love all of the characters. All the characters are very well written, very well done. They're all very unique. But Ishigami just in general is just by far the best character, in my opinion. I don't want to, don't at me, but you know. But anyway, moving on. The show was very funny obviously this is a rom-com uh, there's got to be some comedy to it i really like the comedy the honestly i would expect it to be more like you would expect it to be very like smart humor type thing kind of like dr stone in a way but honestly i don't it's not really like that half the time a lot of the time it doesn't use very like like complex very serious or like specific jokes that you have to think about um, they're honestly just random stuff that happens or just outbursts from the characters, which I really enjoy. I honestly really like the comedy in this that I, I, I really do. I think season one's comedy was a little forced at times, uh, but season two's comedy, I think they just did a great job. The writing in that was so much better than season one and season three. Season three wasn't as comedical in my opinion, but was still funny. I find this show very funny. I always laugh at it. There's scenes that I will rewatch or see on social media and they just make me laugh so very funny show I'll, the the jokes almost always felt natural um other than in season one but that's just a me thing um and another thing i, I if, if any if you were a frequent listener of this every time i do an anime i always bring up fan service now this show surprisingly has very little fan service very little which I always enjoy. I am not big on fan service. So I feel like if not done right or overused can just completely ruin the show, make it a very uncomfortable and awkward feeling when watching it. Um, could definitely combine with the types of jokes in this. Um, so, But other than the OVA, which they released, there is little to no fan service, which I always love. I think for a type of show like this, fan service is not needed. Now, sometimes they use it for a joke or two. Like when Miyuki... Um, it, when Kaguya is trying to get Miyuki to tell him what kind of underwear he wears, but he's thinking he she wants to know his recommendation for women's underwear, like that's the only type of like like stuff like that. But it's used in a funny way, a funny joke because they get they both there's a misunderstanding. He's like freaking out and getting nervous because he didn't mean to say it. Like it's it's just really funny, like the stuff that's going on in both of their heads during this scene so when there is and i'm not really saying that's fan service but when it gets to jokes like that um like sort of like dirty jokes and all that they are used very they're very well they're very funny they're very good scenes so but otherwise there is little no fan service which i absolutely love again other than the ova but you kind of have to like scourge the internet to find that but anyway moving on um i personally think they do a really good job switching between the serious moments and the funny scenes and the romantic scenes there's a lot of emotions in this show like i said i was talking previously about ishigami's story which is very sad very rage inducing um his backstory had a lot of like bits and pieces with like abuse and like lies and all of this stuff um and just trying to be the good guy being misunderstood and all that and all of the revenge but they can switch to that to then being 
funny. Like they can go from being really funny to going to that. And I think it does, they do very good job switching between. I always talk about this in movies or pretty much anything on here when I do a review is how good they do of a job between switching moments and how they can do the tones and set it up. I think they do a very good job of bringing it to funny, to serious, to romantic. Like they, they do all these very, very different emotions and different tones and atmospheres. And they're, they do such a good job of being able to switch on the spot or just how they do it. Nothing ever feels forced or like, oh, that did not work. Everything works. Everything flows very nicely. And I just, that's something, even um, when I first watched the show, before I started doing this podcast, I was even like, wow, they do a really good job uh, just expressing these different emotions and being able to switch very smoothly, very cleanly without it feeling forced. Um, and the show itself matches the manga fairly well. I haven't read a lot of it. I've only read a few volumes. But from what I have read and then rewatching the show, it follows it pretty, pretty cleanly. Like, there's nothing really that they've changed there are some things they've taken out like in the first volume they took out an entire scene where they go to the movies i'm pretty sure but uh other than like cutting scenes out everything else looks the same uh the characters are the same the dialogue is this pretty much the same um everything looks as how it should be in the manga which i always appreciate i always like it when anime um create when they adapt it to a manga to an anime they keep it to how the author intended it to and they don't go changing it I've seen a lot of shows that either aren't based off a manga or they've changed it almost entirely from the manga and it just hasn't ended very well. So I always like it when they keep it to how the author intended it and how they originally wrote it. Uh, The show is smart. Like I said before, they're at the top of their class and they're always using these like mind tricks and all of that to try and, uh, you know, convince the other person to confess pretty much. So... This show has a lot of moments where they are very smart or they, like, analyze things. Even when it's not them trying to confess, like, when they're playing games with Fujiwara, they or they have to figure out how she's cheating because she's always winning and then they have to, the Miyuki or somebody's like, oh, well, you're cheating. You see, this card is, like, slightly turned that way. Uh, like, they decide these tricks. Like, the show is very smart. Like I said, both kids, um, Miyuki and Kaguya, are at the top of the class in the school, in this prestigious school. So, obviously, you're going to have these very smart moments very like oh that's clever you know so they really do a good job making the show smart like i said before the comedy itself is very normal like it's not very smart but they do have these moments where they actually are like competing and really going at each other trying to make the other one confess or get them to do something like go on a date with them or like how am i going to figure this out and then you turns out like kaguya was pulling the strings the whole time like, oh, he didn't just win this movie ticket out of nowhere. Kagi uh, set it all up. She planned it, all of this, ahead of time, which I always like to see. Like, when I like watching JoJo's and all that. I love when they, like, go in, they use these big brain tactics. You know, they get very clever. They get very smart. I love it, and I think they did a great job with this show, and I think it works for how the characters are. So, I also wanted to point this out, because this is something that happened more in the third season, but happened a little bit in the second season. The conflict between Hayasaka and Kaguya regarding the president in the later episodes is, in my opinion, really well written. Now, I don't know the ending yet. I I mean, you can pretty much predict how the ending is going to go. But you could honestly, you can see a lot of branches on how the ending could go or different plot twists towards the end based on just the conflicts between Hayasaka and Kaguya. If you haven't seen the show and you're still listening, Hayasaka is Kaguya's main maid pretty much but she also goes to the same school as kaguya because she's also kind of like her bodyguard she's like a spy of some sorts 
So, but as it goes on, Hayasaka slowly, as we see in season two, they her and Kaguya make a bet. She said, I doubt you can get the president to go on a date with you. Uh, you won't be able to get with him. And then Hayasaka was like, okay, bet. So as we see in the first uh, time we they do this, um, she fails. Miyuki rejects her and says he has his heart's for somebody else, who which is Kaguya. And then as the season goes, as we would get into season three, you see that she then kind of like backstabs Kaguya and goes out on a date with him at a party at a karaoke bar and it said you never gave me a time frame i said i could get him i'm getting him now like she she kind of like backstabs him and then there's like this weird moment where she's like pretending to be a guy she's just constantly changing like who she is and like personality wise to stay hidden so nobody knows her true identity but i, I really really like that like i don't know why but like the drama and tension between the two characters because it's like this is her maid like this is like someone she's always talking to who always helps her out is that going up against her, going behind her back with the guy she wants? So it's really interesting to see. And I think the conflict between such close friends is very well written and is very good and adds to the tension and gives character development. Because we don't really get to see Hayasaka much outside of her just being Kagi's maid and having a few lines and trying to like help her out through when she's can't text the president or something or showing her how to use Twitter, like stuff like that. So I really do like the conflict, and it shows how they're changing, and they're kind of growing apart in a way, as Hayasaka is trying to sh prove to Kaguya that she is better, or can do things that Kaguya thinks she can't just because she's a maid. So I, I think that's really well written, and I, as, the, as it went on and we start to see that, I was always like, hmm, interesting. Like, it was always like in the back of my mind thinking like, oh, well, what if she does get with Miyuki, and Miyuki rejects Kaguya for, like, for Aya Hayasaka? Like, a lot of this stuff kind of like pops in your head like, oh, it could go this way. This could happen. So it definitely allows for more branches and expands the story and what could possibly happen later down the line. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Then again, I haven't finished reading it. I, I don't know how it's going to end. So who knows? But that's most likely not going to happen. But it opens it up to what could have happened when, you know, he was writing it or they were making the show. Anyway, changing subjects. Even the side love stories, which we don't really get to see until season three. There's a little bit in season two with one couple who kind of comes to Kaguya and uh, Miyuki for advice on how to ask out. And most of the time, they just make stuff up up the top of their head or like or freak out when they start thinking about the, the other one. So it, it really doesn't start until season three with Ishigami, Kashiwagi, and Shijo. And honestly, I really do like it. There are some things in the cons that I want to point out, but for the most part, I really do like them. Ishigami, in my opinion, his is one of the better ones because it always it's kind of like they have a connection, but not as much of a connection. Because she was the one he wants. He was one when he first joined the cheer team during his backstory. Um, it it shows her being the only one to really accept him. Everybody was afraid because of the lies and misunderstandings that happened in his backstory when he was in a different school. But even they're like, hey, listen, you know everything about him. And they're like, you know what he did. So like with, um, I forget who it was, but the other girl in, I just hit my mic. The other girl in the student council, not Fujiwara, the one who's always like 
making sure everybody follows the rules. I can't remember her name, but um, her friend came up to Ishigami's crush and was like, "Listen, you know what he's, you know his past and all of that." And she's like, "Yeah, I know, and I don't care." And same thing that Kaguya did. Now, I love Ishigami and Kaguya's relationship. Uh, Ishigami absolutely fears Kaguya anytime she's around or like she's mad. He runs away in total fear when she like tied him up in a closet to make him study. It, it, it's really funny. But even they accept him and they don't believe his past. And they're like, we believe what we see now, not what happened in the past. So I like that. And I like how she accepted him. And even other people's other member of the um, cheer team accepted him. But this really does work out because this is someone he wants to get with, but who also accepted him. Even that, even knowing his past and what he, what they said he did, so I really do like that. I think all of the other ones, even the one with Shijo, I, I, I like that because it's like Kaguya's cousin is trying to get with the guy that they helped get with the girl in season two. I don't remember their names. I think it was Kashiwagi. She wants to take Kashiwagi's boyfriend, even though she's like supporting them. She's like from the side, always been watching him, always wanting it, and always felt bad that she didn't get to be with him. So they're she's constantly coming into the student council office and, uh, and asking Ishigami and Miyuki for advice or help or just to talk, and they try and help her out. And I think she's a good character. We don't get to see much of her um, in terms of, like, other than just when this happens, when she comes in. But I always think it was funny, and I always think, like, the side love stories are also good. And I think they definitely help out the plot. They add character development. I Oh, I really do like them. So, like I said, Ishigami, Kashiwagi, Shijos, all of those are very well side love stories. Like I said, there's a little bit I want to talk about them when it comes in the cons because uh, of the way they did them and executed them, but we'll talk to that in a bit. Actually, you know what? Let's just go right to the cons right now. So, we're just going to start with what I was just talking about in the pros. So, in Season 3, personally, I felt it to be somewhat overwhelming how many characters and how many different side stories they brought in all at once. Literally, like, episode after episode, it was just, yep, here's a new story, here's new characters, new story, new characters, new story, new characters. Like, they just added it all in once instead of, like, slowly progressing it through the other seasons or slowly progressing it through this season. So they literally just, every episode, or they would add, like, one or two characters, side story. Like, they'd add all of these new episodes, and I just found it to be kind of overwhelming, which is why I can't remember half the names from this new season, because there were so many new characters that they added all at once. So I, I that's the only really con I have with that. I don't mind the love stories, like the side stories as it goes on, but personally, I just think it is it was too much all at once, and I feel like they should have br- spread it out instead of here, 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 here. Like first episode, you get this, 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 this. Second episode, this, 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 this. So they added everything a little bit too fast, and I feel like it should have been spread out because it was a little bit too overwhelming and it hard to follow what's going on. There's so many different side stories that branch off of other ones. So many new characters you got to remember the names of while still remembering the main one, which they were like taking breaks from to do all these side ones. So I just felt like it was a little bit too much. And they should have either cut some stuff out or found a way to spread it out or slow it down or add it into the main plot to where it makes more sense and it doesn't just feel there, like just kind of out there and random. And really the only other con I have is sometimes the jokes felt forced, but that was mostly just in season one. In season one, I felt like the jokes were just were forced, more or less. That's just how I felt. I prefer season two out of all three seasons. Um, 
I just felt in season one, the jokes weren't as good. They weren't as funny. They felt forced. They didn't, the writing wasn't as good. Uh, in season three, I felt like there were just too many um, characters and too many new side stories being added to where they didn't focus on other things like comedy or the main story because they're focusing on all of these side stories. Um, and just a like little side note here, the tiers of how I like how I will rank each season would be season two, season one, season three. Season three, in my opinion, has been the worst season. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not it doesn't it's not as good as season two or season one. So I really did like season two. That is my favorite season. Um, season one wasn't bad. I enjoyed it and I enjoyed season three. I think the finale was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, and I did like some of the new characters and the different storylines they brought, but I just felt like it was just way too much. They didn't focus on the comedy. They just focused on trying to wrap up all of these loose ends before the show ended. Now, I don't know if they're doing a season four or if they're going to do like a movie to finish this off. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if there's anything coming afterwards based on the finale. I'm not sure, but yeah, but I think that's about it. Um, also, Editor Riley here just wanted to point out and say sorry for the late episode. We've been having some technical difficulties and scheduling problems, but hopefully this episode should be coming out uh, hopefully soon and on Tuesday, the hoping depending on when we get we get it done. So I'm probably going to rank this. Uh, I'm going to give this show an 8 out of 10. I really did enjoy season two. Season two was very, very well done, and I think it's the best season out of the three. But season one's jokes just felt forced or just not very well written, and I feel like season three's uh, story was just too rushed and too, like, everything go here, 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 here to try and wrap things up before the finale. Um, but yeah, I, I really did like this show. I think it is a very good anime rom-com. It's one of the, like more well-known more well more popular ones so but yeah i really i really did enjoy it and i think 8 out of 10 is a good score for it it's not perfect but it's also not bad i i did i do enjoy this show and i will re-watch season two here and there because i do think the jokes are funny and i think the story's good so but that's about it for today's episode i really hope you guys did enjoy and i hope that you will leave a five star or follow us depending on how it works on your streaming services I hope you share the word. You know, we, we post every Sunday. We do anime explained, like we're powers. Like we've been, we just did the Byakugan explained and we have the Sharingan and the Rinnegan explained. So we do all that kind of stuff. We do verses where we compare the Spider-Man game from the PS5 or Miles Morales from the PS5 or Garden Warfare 1 and 2 com compared. Like we're, we do verses to see which one is better and we'll rank them. We also do, as we do here, we do reviews for new and upcoming um, animes, shows, movies, books, games, all of that good stuff. So if you're interested in any of that, definitely give our other episodes a listen and share the word if you know someone who likes that stuff. And I'll see you, uh, and I'll see you guys next week. See you.